Ah, that crackling fire. It's that time of year, Steve. It is that time of year when it's you... the holidays. Well, it was, it was the holidays. <laughs> Nuzzling up next to someone you love. Right. Maybe a, a nice a family movie. Mm-hmm. Blanket. Some cocoa. A candy cane hung by the chimney with care. Because St. Nick was there. Was there. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, um, this is the official Steve and Kyle podcast 2016 year in review. Right. What Uh, a year, Steve. What a year it was. A a year chocked full of Steve and Kyle podcast episodes. And by year, we mean July to, I don't know, mid-August, and then a six-week hiatus, (laughs) and then back in September, but then weekly. Right. Until, uh, well... We haven't stopped doing them weekly. This is the July to September, July to August, and then late September to December year in review. Mm-hmm. That's Steve how and Kyle podcast. That's how all the big publications do it. <laughs> so this is the reason this is important is because you can't just get these segments anywhere. I mean, you can, but well, but I mean, I you'd mean, have to go back and you know listen, <laughs> find them. Well, here's what we did for you today. We listened for you. We took some of our favorite segments from the last uh, three three months and then uh, the preceding month and a half before that, and we're just going to give them to you all right here in uh, the first and most likely the last ever Steve and Kyle podcast best of show. This is the 2016 year in review. Yeah, and... You know, it was fun to dig back into the archives here and figure out what to throw together for this for this episode for the year in review. Yeah. So there's no better way to kick this off than a family-friendly topic, Steve, mm-hmm. as the as we uncovered and discussed the saga of the serial butthole pitcher taker. <laughs> this has taken us all the way back to July. Listen, I don't even know if you have a time machine that can go this far. Okay? We're talking the early incarnation of the Stephen Kyle podcast. I don't even know if... We, we were still calling it living in style at this point. Probably. Can you remember that? Oh, Think of God. the hair I had. <laughs> I hated that little segment, the, the little clip so much. <laughs> I liked it for about a day, and then I said, this is the worst, Dude. and we had a conversation, and you agreed, and yeah. we said, we'll never play that again. <laughs> Do you remember the shorts we were wearing? Yeah, boy, that was uh, the, the weather we were having, the... the I don't know. It was only four months ago. So, <laughs> well, here, let's stop acting. Well, here it is. This is uh, the invention of the serial butthole pitcher taker. For the most part, that is my. It's a private Twitter anyway. Yeah, it's just not. It's not a private account or anything. But we talked about it a little bit briefly. About, um, I mean, for years I just used that to harass athletes. Right. That's essentially well, your, your pinned tweet is still... Oh, it's my favorite <laughs> thing ever. It's a it's a fantastic... Uh, somebody, I don't know who's... What's Rap Ian sheet? Rappaport. He okay. is an NFL All reporter, right. I believe, for the NFL Network. And this was... <laughs> February of 2015. Okay, uh, so Ian, winter. Ian Rappaport tweeted, Weather playing havoc with travel to Combine. Some are driving with flights canceled. Not ideal. Uh, you retweeted it and added, uh, Christ, I hope they survive. <laughs> it's just, it's this play. And I'll see, I follow a lot of sports writers. I'm a big sports junkie. So there's some of them that are huge whiners. 
Right. About, oh, look at this press box seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. And when I saw yeah. that, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, no. This guy's worst case scenarios is that national NFL writers now have to go to Hertz with their company credit card, mm-hmm. get their mid-sized sedan yep. for themselves, and go to their accommodations paid for by the company at the NFL Combine and watch right. college kids run sprints. <laughs> like, excuse me if I'm not going to go and, you know, cry you a river. You know, I'm not shedding a tear over the plight of the NFL writer right. in that regard. Yeah. And that was enough, though. That pissed off Rappaport just to the point where he blocked me for that. <laughs> so that is one of my well, pride and well, joys. Congratulations. So you got you got uh, Ian Rappaport. You got the director of NASA. You <laughs> got a couple Lions players over the years. Those are some great ones. So, well, I think that the only option is um, is to ignore everything we've said about not making custom Twitters for the uh, right. for the show and go ahead and make yourself a custom Twitter for the show. Maybe. Possibly be at Kyle Style or... Mm. <laughs> Kyle in style even. Both uh, of, Ky- Kyle Style is amazing. <laughs> no ads available. Who am I kidding? Oh, we're going to have to... This is going to be a writing the pine email fiasco. It's going to be <laughs> Kyle Style 3. <laughs> but no, see. some of my favorite... Kyle t- Style. For a it's while, be one. getting blocked on Twitter was a thing. I was so... Because there was just some people, and I would follow them, and I wouldn't troll them. In a few cases, I would. But that I would essentially hate follow. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And then I'd get mad, and I'd say something. The lion's punter. <laughs> I happened to <laughs> ask him uh, if he has paper or plastic for my groceries after he loses his job. Got blocked. <laughs> the there was a Lions cornerback four years ago. <clears throat> one of the last times the Lions made the playoffs, that one of the writers wrote something along the lines of, uh, "I forget the guy's even name." Said, "Player X is giving up social media for the playoffs," and I and he happened to tag the player, so I just replied. Right. I didn't even think about it, and said, uh, "Oh, is that going to help him from stopping the deep ball?" <laughs> He didn't like that. He blocked me. The most recent one is the Lions tight end. The Lions how tight recent? end. How recent? Uh, this was probably a year ago. It finally okay. it finally took for him. Right. He he made me upset because this was in his second year, but in his first year, they'd lose a game twenty seven to three, and the first thing I'd see on his social media would be like, "Thanks for the colors at Tide." And it'd just be a picture of his dirty jersey with his promotional tweet. Right, right. So that made me mad. Well, I finally saw one of them where he got like Jimmy John's delivered or something like that. And I said, did you drop that too? <laughs> and that, that pushed him over the edge. And he blocked me. But I'm sure that if you, it, um, hindsight being what it is, I'm sure that in hindsight he would say, that was really good. <laughs> I would hope so. I didn't like it at the time. Yeah. Because it's always good to look back on that, and you, you know, you're like, "Oh man, I got, I just got my ass chewed out." Yeah, but it was really funny. There was some that I, I did targeted trolling on that finally paid off. Hope Solo's my biggest block I've received on Twitter. Nice job. So uh, she's, I, I I'm not going to get into that story today because that, that's a list that I could pull the tweets from and read them uh, on the podcast because that was 
I don't know why. She rubbed me there. Years ago, I was a big fan. Oh, so this is on the podcast. So this is before, because she had a bunch of run-ins with the law, didn't No, or, I mean, or, I could was, pull these and read these on oh, our okay, podcast. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. Because the tweets are obviously still up there. So maybe I'll yank those, and we'll talk about it next time we record, because yeah. she, I used to be a fan of hers. I mean, I'm not like a women's soccer aficionado, but I, you know, I enjoyed watching her play and thought she was a good goalie. That was until she married a guy who was just the worst person ever on the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And then he had a couple DUIs or run-ins like that. And she essentially would just yell at people for bringing it up. And then she herself had some issues with uh, beating up family yes. members. Yeah. Like, and her then, like nephew, nephew or something. It's, yeah. It's such an insane story. Yeah. And I, it was absolutely trolling on my part, but it's definitely worth the uh, time to take a look at it. Nice. And uh, finally, well, she also had an issue, too, where she was part of the uh, celebrity picture leak of, like, two years ago. Oh, the fappening? Yeah. Her pictures were a little less flattering. Yeah. I will, I will spare no words. They were close-ups of her butthole. <laughs> Don't know who requested those. Don't know why she took them. That's what they were. <laughs> Not uh, surprisingly, maybe not as well known as the other fappening photos. That were. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, no, thank you. You know, Olivia Munn, whoever else, pass. Hope so's butthole. There you go, prime spot. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I there was some targeted trolling going on, and don't get me wrong. I am not one. She was absolutely wronged in that scenario. Those pictures yeah. were meant to be private. I totally understand. Yeah. That does not take away the humor of it to me. Right. That she set up a camera on her mantle, <laughs> set it to five second delay, <laughs> and did what she did. <laughs> That's yeah. funny to me. Yeah. I mean, it's an invasion of privacy, but yeah. it makes me laugh. I'm, now. Not, I'm not. I don't want to victim blame. Yeah. Mm. But it's not like someone <laughs> snuck into her house. Pulled down her pants, took a picture of her butthole, ran, <laughs> ran out, and then t- and tweeted it. So that boy, that idea—the serial <laughs> butthole picture taker <laughs> breaking into houses, <laughs> sneaking off like with a cat burglar yeah, mask. Yeah, on. exactly. And you have to be slinking along. Like, Aha! Another one. <laughs> Cops arrest him. Don't even know what to do with the guy. <laughs> the serial butthole. Picture taker. Okay. Oh, that's great. Well, you heard me tease it right there. Uh, The the Hope Solo tweets that were in question, I think that's the fair way to put it. Uh, I I mentioned bringing them. Well, this is the actual discussion when I got the exact tweets of why I was blocked by the U.S. women's soccer team goalie, Hope Solo. But uh, let's hear about your your run-in with greatness. So, So this is Hope Solo, the... Goalie. The goalie. For the women's soccer Also, uh, I believe, accused DUI. Yeah. Didn't she beat violence. up like her nephew? Oh, yeah. She beat up her nephew, so. So to get these, because I remember I'm blocked by her now. Yeah. I had to log out of my Twitter, go to my Twitter, and then scroll for more than two <laughs> years of tweets and whatever else to find these. So there is an easier way to do that. How's that? Uh, if you go to Twitter's advanced search, you type in the two usernames, and it'll show oh. you all, all interactions between them. Well, I could find my interactions, but when I went to see the initial 
tweet of hers that I replied to, mm. it was it wouldn't okay, it wouldn't show, show up, up. and I, I needed context for everybody, right? For you and for all the listeners, <laughs> right? Exactly. You don't want it to look like you're just hurling insults blindly. I mean, these yeah. were these were justified. I'm sure. This I'm is sure this. that you had great reasons for trolling uh, this woman who's extremely successful, probably a little bit troubled. Yeah, definitely troubled. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it was just a day in June that it started. June 26, 2014. <laughs> and, and this carries on until October. So I have 15 tweets <laughs> that I sent to Hope Solo when, before when she finally gave her, up. When you first talked about this, I figured there were two. No, three, it took maybe. me a while because 15, the key you know, is over a few months span. The key is if you want to do this right, you've got to catch a celebrity literally right when they tweet it out so you can be one of the first few replies. Yeah. That if they look later at their tweet, you're right there. You're on the forefront. Yes. So I think part of it is I didn't get lucky until, you know, D Day. Did, did you have like? Did you have a notification cell? No, so. no, not that, not that far. It would just be if I was scrolling through and I'd see a tweet of hers, I'd respond. So, so you followed her, correct? Yeah, I was you a fan. Follow, okay. I mean, until she went off the rails, I mean, I drove to Detroit. This was six years ago at this point to watch a U.S. women's exhibition soccer match mm. before the World Cup. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I really enjoyed her until she went totally cuckoo, married one of the worst guys on the planet, all this business with her, okay? Mm-hmm. So June 26, 2014, okay. she posts a picture of her and, I don't know, looks like her husband, two other random people with a flag, and I think this was uh, during the Men's World Cup. Okay. The USA, 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 and... What, I mean... What a what a right? like a mundane tweet. It Just is like yep. It is exactly what it sure. is. And I said, which one is your punching bag? This was after the okay. You know she, yeah. uh, I believe, attacked Wait, her nephew or to, something. Oh yeah, I yeah. Need I to definitely have con- I have because I want to see. Oh. I need to see. Just oh, mundane, man. like go go USA. Yep. Uh, followed that up oh, boy. with. Uh, actually waited a month, July 28th. What a one-of-a-kind birthday celebration. Of all the games, I've never had a party in the stands. My family is so thoughtful. Okay, and so, I, so her family came to see her play. For her birthday, for I'm her guessing, birthday. which she plays for the Seattle women's MLS okay. team. Uh, and I asked, are those the ones you punched and screamed at like a crazed Sasquatch? Wow. Okay. The reports of her arrest... We're not very pleasant. No, like, no, 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 not at all. Nephew locked in a bathroom, and she was like wild, like I'm gonna yeah. kill him for right. whatever reason was going on. Yeah, this wasn't like um, like Hope had one too many drinks, and yeah. you know they were pulling hair at the bar. No, and this is these are things too that I mean they never got noticed by anybody. I mean, a few of my friends who I you know who follow me on Twitter would see these and, and like them or whatever, yeah. but it was never like. Where it got, you know, attention, like, 40 retweets, whatever. Yeah, you were never part of a BuzzFeed article. No. <laughs> yeah, right? And I, I, in hindsight, I feel a little bit bad. There were a few, like, women soccer fans or Hope Solo super fans who were, Hey, stop being mean! And, hey, I, and so I'd send them a link to a news You've article. You've made mistakes, too, I'm yeah. sure. So I'd send them a link to a news article, like, is this who you're defending? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you're just, you just need to make sure the public is aware. I needed their heroes to be brought down to nothing. <laughs> so 
So that I mean, I waited a month, Steve. It was very, it was very generous. And then I don't know why it hit me then. Service. I don't know why it hit me then that I needed to continue this onslaught. But a similar thing. Uh, USA won a match in August. USA, USA. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep myself, Steve, to say. Sure. Part. Does this mean your loved ones or anybody nearby gets the night off from getting the bleep kicked out of them by you? <laughs> I can't, I can't get over the fact that she just mauled or tried to maul her teenage right. nephew for something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so that was another three weeks, and then uh, Hope Solo is all smiles at U.S. Soccer training today. A lot to be happy about. What a funny picture! And the picture never opened. They deleted it by the time I had found these. Yeah. And I said, did you just punch someone? Like a family member or something. <laughs> this is August. I, I notice a theme developing. Each, yeah. one of them, each one of them seems to be about... The theme changes. Yeah. What a game last night. How much fun. What do you say we do it again next week? See you Sunday. And it's just a picture of her in front of the stands after her game. And I asked, why is everyone gone? Did you physically attack all of them? <laughs> you know, because of the Right, the thing. right, because of the, yeah, because the, of the, thing. the incident. And then she the, must have gone to her garden. This is the end of August now. This morning's harvest. And I asked, how many family members did you have to punch to get all those? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> At least with the other ones. There were actually people in the pictures, or she was surrounded by family. It's literally picking from a garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You turn to her picking what? Uh, what are they? A couple cherry, cherry tomatoes. Yeah, cherry tomatoes into her punching family members. And there was I'm another one. She man, she had you like th this was a long leash. She was right. Yeah, her. and and I think at this point it was still infrequent enough that, like I said, it wasn't even on the radar, oh. so it never registered. One of her with some women on a golf cart. Not a bad day of training, I'm assuming, with her Seattle teammates. Yeah. And I said, which one of them did you beat the bleep out of? <laughs> now, uh, Kyle, that's, un <laughs> that's unfair. Sorry. Because I don't think that she fought any of her teammates. That's true. At that point, I probably didn't know that, Steve. That's, that's terrible. That's probably, you know what? I'll send her an apology. Ve yeah, very unfair. I'm going to send her a note. I feel bad. Yeah, maybe you should create a new Twitter uh, just so you can apologize and ask that this Twitter be unblocked. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'll title it my Twitter handle will be I'm sorry, hope so yeah. low. Yeah. Uh so this is the end of August. So now we change a month. Oh, we're not done here? So this is August twenty seventh all the way to September twenty one. Okay. okay. And a Took lot a happened in that for three and a half weeks. This is when the fappening happened. Oh, yes. Which we talked about, that Wait, rampant she... serial butthole photographer. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Wait, that... was she? Was Hope Solo part of the fappening? She was Miss Butthole. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She's like <sighs> the star of the show. Yeah. I, oh, man. So my aim changed. And we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, because I, I was so caught up in the uh, uh, Verlander. Yeah, Kate uh, Upton. Yeah, Kate yeah. Upton. And now we talked about this. I'm not sh I, I I don't want this to come off as me shaming women for right. whatever. This is literally me making fun of her for these photos. Okay? Yeah. 
If you want to take nude photographs, I please go ahead. You deserve all the privacy sure. that you that you sh- that you actually deserve. Yeah. Okay. I the want. I want to say that the fact that that people were hacked into. It's not like it's not like one of those uh, instances. Like who was it that earlier last week who tweeted out a picture or or posted a you know a D pick on Snapchat or oh on yeah Twitter basketball or, player yeah, Draymond exactly. Green. Yeah. It's yep. not like the the people that were hacked. They were hacked. Sure, they do not deserve any of yes, this. That, it's that, on the record, it's, right? It is awful that it happened. Yep, absolutely. But that doesn't change the direction of my <laughs> of but, my attacks. Yeah. Wow, what a game, Seahawks! And so I just asked on a scale of one to ten, how clean is your beehole today? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's very related to the question, or it's very related to her original. original. And at this point, I mean, it's got to start. Okay, like she's probably maybe she saw this one. All right, you know, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, you know, that's silly. Follow it up two days later, where she actually made a comment. This is where it took her like it took her a while to actually make a statement about the photos and everything, mm. and and then it's extremely sad and unfortunate that the rights of so many women were violated. Dot dot dot. So it would go to a Facebook post. Again, completely agree True. with that post. Is this in reference to your butthole being all over the internet? Well, I mean, that's a valid question. I mean, you, you know, you need to clarify. It's very valid. Yeah, I, she, I don't blame her at all. It, there should have been a hashtag the fappening. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have had to ask that question. Nope. It would have saved everybody. Followed that up two days later. How she was looking forward to signing photographs and meeting fans. Lots of amazing athletes will be there. Buy tickets here. Will you sign a picture of your butthole if I bring it? <laughs> now, this is the one where I think I got in early enough because I had four random people like it. <laughs> you know? Still didn't do it. Still didn't do it. <laughs> a lot of good Champions League games on today. So, European soccer. Which are yeah. you watching? Now this one doesn't even. This is the most. This is one of the dumbest ones. Does it just say butthole, butthole, butthole? Does one of them use your butthole as its logo? That one. <laughs> Best wishes yes. to Landon Donovan and his send off. So he's retiring. Thanks for inspiring a generation and helping to grow this beautiful game. Very nice sentiment towards yeah, Landon nice. Donovan. At Hope Solo. Plus, he didn't show his butthole to the world or beat the living bleep out of family members like an untamed Ooh. Yeti. Oh, we're bringing There's it, that. We're bringing it full circle. We're bringing it back. Right? <laughs> Bring those signs tomorrow, Casey. This is, now, this is it. This, it's this series this of is, tweets that gets me okay. blocked because I think I did three to one tweet. And this was what the finally the straw that broke the camel's Nail back. in the coffin right here. Bring those signs tomorrow, Casey. Get creative and get rowdy. Oh, we'll have something awesome for the best one. Did you win? I must have. I'm still waiting for my gift. Yeah. Is this a trick so you can show me a picture of your butthole? <laughs> Followed up with, is your gift a bleep whooping with crazy in your eyes? <laughs> and then this is it. This is the one that finally, she says, you know what? Enough is absolutely enough. Yeah. What do you think of people referring to their Hope Solo when talking about their butthole? Is that embarrassing? So that did it. So that's, 
that is that's your relationship. It's absolutely a Twitter trolling. Yeah, that's your relationship with Hope. Yeah, so we're pretty much friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would think her and I are internet friends. And during the my investigation of this, Steve, I did find um, what got me blocked by Peter King. Oh, Sports Illustrated. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. He um, this was back during the Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, okay. Like riots, essentially. Mm. <laughs> I was like when, when people from the sports world comment on sure current events. It's yeah. never in any way. It's timely. It's <laughs> yeah. relevant. Yeah. Um, but what happened here was, this is too pretty vague. It's not even a tie-in. So when Robin Williams passed away, Peter King caught some heat. Um, he, said, he wrote some long-winded tweet about... Um, I was at a Starbucks today and asked the barista, hear about Robin Williams? Said no. Said he died. And I just looked at the life drain out of his eyes. Like something to that to that degree, like Peter King, like right. most insensitive, weird newsbreaker of all like right. it was just very weird the way he yeah. did it. Yeah. Well this one he said, Thinking of you tonight, Wesley Lowry, which I remember was a journalist who got jailed during the when all the stuff was going down with mm-hmm. you know tear gas all this in Ferguson Missouri full support from all who know and support you and i said does he know robin williams died is there any way you could break the news <laughs> so which actually was more relevant at that point because yeah. I believe Robin Williams had died relatively right. recently <laughs> but he didn't appreciate me closing that circle no <laughs> and really tying them together. Hey, put, and a, put a nice nice little bow on top. That's what ended my, my Twitter relationship so with just, Peter King. So just one tweet, huh? No, no, no. I, I communicated a few times. I, I'd followed him for a while, and I tweeted at him just random stuff. Yeah. But we had never communicated before. Right. Um, you weren't buds like you and Hope Solo. Nope, nope. Never never quite had that level of camaraderie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, can you the memories? Oh, that's the memories rich. and living living my past. That is rich. You know, Kyle, they say that everybody in the world has a doppelganger. Is that so, Steve? That's true. That's true. And uh, in the case of me, I may not. I'm sure I have a a doppelganger out there, someone that looks like me. But right. uh, in the case of this next segment, we discovered I also have a voice doppelganger. Right. So you have not just like a where you see a person on the street and passing doppelganger. You have a celebrity doppelganger, a person doing commercials, stealing your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, voiceovers. I could be making a lot of money based on the audio that we're playing in this next segment. Right. I feel like you're passing up a luxurious career so we can hold down the APS and continue to do the Stephen Kyle podcast. Well, you know, I, I like to I like to be humble and uh, you know, sure, of course, I could be rich and famous, yeah. but you know, I want to I'm gonna stick to my roots here. Well, in the, we appreciate in the podcast you, world. Yeah, we appreciate you slumming it. Yeah, yeah, with no us. problem. So, so here we go. Here's my voice doppelganger on the Stephen Kyle podcast 2016 year minus about eight months in review. I got a text, and I meant to bring this up last week from a friend of mine, Matt. Thank you for the tip here, Matt. Of he goes, has Steve ever done a commercial? And I said, what are you talking about? And he said. It sounds like him. And I was like, you're going to have to send like me what you're talking about. Radio commercial? TV no, commercial? No, it's a TV commercial. But it's not your face. It would have just been your voice. Okay, so just a voiceover. Correct. So th- this audio I sent you, it's just a 10-second uh, whatever. Sent, yeah, you sent me two two different The clips. second one is I just isolated the sound. So 
I need to do, we need to do a compare and contrast. Okay. So if you want to play the full commercial first, maybe, you know, give it a little more breathing room so it doesn't sound so stuffy to you. Okay. Let's do that. All right. So I'm going with Steve one. Steve one. All right. Let's hear it. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Okay. Am I crazy? That does sound like me. That is un. So that's the. For anybody wondering what that is, it's uh, it's a guy in a mascot costume trying to grab his car keys to, yeah. to the big game, and then okay. realizes with his comical hands he yep. can't, so he asks for a I've car. I've seen ride. that commercial. So he said, and I go, "No, you are not wrong. Wait. That is Steve." Let's hear it again. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Yeah, I, I isolated it in the second one so that you don't have the surrounding key jangling. Okay. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. 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 That is uncanny. That's, That's incredible. We found the Steve voice doppelganger. Yeah, that guy's great. That yeah, we should. How do we get that guy? To talk to us about how he sounds like you. <laughs> Boy, we're really lining up the good guests here. We got Kevin McLeod from Kevin, Mick, and the Clouds, yeah. whatever his band's name which, was. Which we decided last week they've broken up. Yeah. And they, now we need to get them back together before we ask them to play more music for us. And now our second big, um, our big get... <laughs> or our big hopeful get is a guy that kind of sounds like me. But when we have him on, we're going to be asking him, like, so what would you do to start sounding like Steve? <laughs> Did you listen to a lot of Steve audio? Yeah, I mean, was that your inspiration? Because surely I it, I must have been. This poor guy, we'd probably contact him. He'd be so excited he got an email about his commercial. <laughs> because they don't, I don't think you see his face. And right, he's, yeah, he's, he's not even a hand model because it's covered by a goofy yeah. mascot outfit. But, you know, yeah. hey, can we talk to you about your big ad? And then get him on your, hey, why are you copying Steve's voice? Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. I think by next week, we're gonna find I, this guy. I need you to record yourself saying that. Okay. And we're going to play him side by side, and I'm going to have to guess okay. which is which, because there's no way I'll be able to figure it out. When he said that, he may go, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not. you're never going to find like pitch for pitch and cadence right. for cadence, but... Boy, was that um, an amazing revelation yeah, when I heard that. Is, that is. That's incredible. Oh, big fan. That's like when um, every now and then somebody will say like, oh, you look just like so-and-so. And then yeah. you see the picture and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. But then every now and then you see the person and you say, whoa, I look like that person. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a big difference. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. And maybe we can get that guy. To try to imitate your vocal patterns with your uh, cough burp. Oh. And then we could compare and contrast that. You think he can do this? <coughs> I don't know, man. That's like, I mean, that's like a snowflake. Everyone is different. <laughs> I don't know that another human can do that, Steve. And you know what? I feel like I'm doing the rest of the animal kingdom a disservice because I don't know that another uh, mammal or any other species could replicate that if they wanted to. <laughs> what a nice I think for next week I have to isolate just the burp because this uh, this app that we're using, the soundboard app, mm -hmm. 
it's basically I, I just have it pulled up on my iPad. It's got like 25 buttons or so, and you right. can you can load different sound effects onto each one. But then there's a mode where normally if, if you you hit play and it plays it all the way through, but it also has a mode called piano mode where it'll only play the sound for as long as you're touching so you it. Could stop it. Yeah. So like as soon as you let go, it stops. We could set up a bunch of burps, have them like pitch shift all of them. I could play this thing like a piano. Can you imagine? Oh, man. So that's what we need to do. We need to get uh, whoever. Uh... <laughs> we need to get whoever this idiot is on and uh, ask hey, him about. Bet you mean this very talented vocal actor? Good point. Sorry. Well, he's, not, he's a regular actor. He didn't just use his voice. It, it was part of his costumed body. In but the do frame. you know that? It may not have been. The voice may have been dubbed in. That's a great point. That, that first question for him right there. Look at this. Look, we got him lined up. Hey, Steve Voice Twin, uh, we, what we need to know is, was that you in the costume? Yeah. Because if not, if he's just like some schmuck with his home studio who records once a week for, you know, and gets paid maybe, a scene amount of money. Maybe not call him a schmuck before we get him on to interview him. I mean, surely he's going to listen to this. That's a good point. Well, to prep. In my mind, by the time he gets on, he'll start like a normal person and start with our first ever episode. So he won't even be this far by the right. time we get him on. So how do we go about, do we reach out to Amazon? Like their PR a, firm that handles them? Is there an agency? Like, did, can I find credits for their advertisements somewhere? They're, this is a real investigative yeah, I mean, process. If anybody has any insight, please. Steve and Kyle on Twitter, facebook.com slash Steve and Kyle, whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. We need to know how to get a hold of this. Uh, po voice, possibly full-on actor, to get onto the podcast in the coming weeks. Full-on actor. <laughs> you know, I don't want to minimize his accomplishments. No, no, not at all. Well, that is incredible. One more time. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. Alexa, ask Uber for a ride. The more I hear it, the more he sounds like some stoner at the start. Like, Alexa, yeah. ask Uber yeah. for a ride. I like it, though, man. Maybe it's like, like an anti-drunk driving PSA. That is one thing that I always thought would be the easiest job in the world. Oh, what if you job. can break into that, if you can be, oh. I can be a voiceover guy. Are you kidding me? Uh, here, here's a sheet of copy. Read. Oh, there, there you go. There's, you know, you, you earned your $6,000 retainer for it's that month. It's absolutely absurd. The, the amounts of money that, that you can bring in by doing, just by having, you know, good pipes, essentially. Yeah. Crying out well, loud. there was one guy, the radio station that I worked for in New Jersey for a time, we were using this this one guy, and I know he, we had him on a retainer, so it was a monthly a monthly fee that he charged us, and that was whether he recorded one line for us or like the freaking phone book, and it was like fifteen hundred bucks a month. What? And this guy was at the time he was pretty, I mean he was extremely well known in the like in the radio business. You could any like you could drive through any market and you hear his voice. So, wow! If he was on us for fifteen hundred a month and fifty other stations for fifteen hundred a month, yeah. And does he charge you know bigger markets more money because it's more important? Yeah. Is it a flat rate? Yeah, market? no, 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 no. I mean, he and we were like we were a, a not top fit. We were market fifty one, but still, that's, yeah, that's insane. 
What if? Okay, well, I think what we need to we need to cancel the podcast effective immediately and just and get going on voice work. Yeah, turn the APS into a voiceover studio. I don't know how we do that or well, where we start, but I don't well, care at that kind of coin. Judging by everything I've seen on TV and in the movies, um, we have to have that foam stuff on the walls. We have to be standing up with one of those mics with the big mics, the yeah. big windscreen in front right, of it. Right, yeah. And then we have to take off our headphones and just hold them, one ear. hold them up to one yeah. ear. Because you like, have to hear yourself out yeah. of the microphone or out of out of your ear. And then, obviously, the way you're coming back, that's yeah. just the way the rock stars of the voice industry do it. Basically, just look at the video for We Are The World. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what we're going for. Right. I will never understand the purpose of one ear on, one ear off. Yeah. It doesn't help. It it's. I mean, what? It's like listening to something. Like go into your car, and just turn off your right speaker, <laughs> yeah. and listen for a while, and tell me how maddening it is. Yeah, you're gonna want to kill yourself. It yeah. sucks. Not good. <laughs> oh, oh man, boy. we definitely need to get my celebrity doppelganger on the phone. I mean, come on. I need to have a conversation with me. You know, Steve, that's not the only celebrity we've talked about getting on the phone this year. This upcoming year. Really? We we had an we didn't have an encounter, but I found a tweet from somebody we need to get on the phone and I don't know a better way to describe it. She's just a Christian porn girl that's gaping it for the Lord. Ah, oh, you must be talking about Nanettle Averill. Nanettle Averill, obviously friend of the podcast, Nanettle Averill. Who we is also on the interview docket for the Stephen Kyle podcast in the upcoming year, 2017. Unless you want to talk fiscal year. Well, no, no. We'll talk uh, calendar. Calendar year. Okay. Yeah. So in the upcoming calendar, Gregorian <laughs> calendar year, 2017, the Stephen Kyle podcast, not only Steve's voice doppelganger, we will be talking to the one and only Christian porn girl, Nanettle Averill. So yesterday, I, when I was strolling through Twitter, Seth Rogen noted pothead and yeah. comedic actor, right? Tweeted, I'm voting no on Prop 60 and CA, whatever, he gives his reasons. So at this point, I'm curious, like, okay, well, what are these that he's talking about? Because here in Michigan, we had zero proposals this yeah. year. Yeah, it was actually, it was, it was really crazy. Easy. So I looked up the California proposals. Now, proposal Prop 60 is about actors in porn films in California are going to have to wear condoms. That's okay. what the vote's for. All right. And this this has come up before, I think. It's been up a few times, yeah. not to this regard, not to this degree because they've now extended it that there has to be a condom visible in every single frame. Wow, it, so it has and to be visible. If not, any viewer can sue the company and actors. Wow. So it's insanely overreaching. Yeah, that right? seems I mean <clears throat> It, the fact that it has to be visible, yeah. I mean, it would be one thing if they just had to say, "Okay, you got to use them." Yeah, so, I mean, that would be that would be shocking enough, right? If, if that came to you know fruition. So but. I read uh, it was a page that had the the had Prop sixty, and then it has like a description of what it is, mm. and then it says Republicans are voting whatever Democrats are voting no. This is the only one where both Republicans and Democrats are voting no. Because really? of its oh, insane we're, we're united. Right, yes. We could finally cross the aisle with the simple idea of rubbers. <laughs> so, rubbers and smut films. But that's not what made me laugh. So I see this and you get comments like you do on every celebrity Twitter. 
And obviously you get, you know, 8,000 that say daddy and thanks, whatever. They're yeah. creepy people, right? The second one was, what's your high score on Flappy Bird? <laughs> the third one. Is that one, still a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Flappy Bird. Well, I know that game was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know, like, asking people on Twitter. I didn't know, if, like, yeah. oh, man, I missed another internet trend. Shucks. <laughs> like, now I'm just going to start tweeting at random yeah. people. Hey, what's your high score on Flappy Bird? Yep. Um, the third comment is what caught my eye, Steve, by person a person named Nanetel Averill, N-E-N-E-T-L Averill, and I was caught by her avatar, which is a little sticker that says, no on 60, okay. and it had heart, thank you, heart. It's like, okay, she's like an advocate for this, right? So I click on her name out of curiosity, Nanetel Averill. <clears throat> Let me describe to you her Twitter Profile. Okay. Quote, Christian porn girl hmm? gaping it for the Lord. Wow. I mean, I was already shocked by Democrats and Republicans coming together for this whole thing. I thought that I thought that we had already seen about as much as we were going to see. But a Christian porn girl gaping it for the Lord. That is something I've never heard of. Gaping it for the like it's a mainstay, and then she's got her upcoming her tour dates, her Gmail, the contact. So does she tour? Like, does she perform at churches? I man, hopefully, I don't know. Let me tell you this though: she before be you go art? seeking she her out be in this area anytime soon, want uh, Paris, Barcelona, and UK. Ah, so you're uh, saying no? Let me tell you before you seek this thing out. Wait, uh, what are her performances? That's a good question. So she's not just a like a porn star. She's a, well, I'd read some of the tweets that she tweeted, but they are not safe for even podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Gage Sin. Here, I'll make it PC. Eats breakfast like he's breaking a fast. Watch him make me scream here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, my... First thing to look at was the media, and it takes... It's always a bad sign when there's, like... You got to scroll through 20 different pictures before they actually have a picture of themselves, right? right? Yeah. Because most porn bots on Twitter or whatever, that's all it is, yeah. right? And it is not great. No. It is. And that should have been evidenced by her... Uh, I'm sorry. Let me look one more time. I, I don't want to underestimate her. 4,900 followers. Oh, that's not very good. I have so more she's, than that. So she's working. She's, you know, she's working her way yeah. up the ladder. Yeah. But listen, when you're gaping it for the Lord, you've got, you got the whole world. Yeah. Trying to shut you down. Yeah. I have, I mean, I have 8,200 followers oh my and God. I don't have to gape it for the Lord. If you tweet at a Nanettle Averill, you'll probably be the most popular Twitter to actually tweet at Nanettle Averill. But does she have a check mark? No. God, no. Okay. She's just a good Christian girl, Kyle. Oh, man. Just the gape, times we had, Steve. Gaping it for the Lord. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, that digs back. How long ago was that? Oh, that that takes us all the way back to the beginning of November. That's upwards of uh, six weeks ago. Now, I feel like that's where we were really hitting our stride, Steve. And I think you can tell in that segment there yeah. how well we were starting to put this whole thing together. Well, you had that one line that was just perfect. And then, uh, and you had that quippy comeback, mm -hmm. and, and then, then that, we that all transition. Oh man, it was flawless. 
Good well, times yeah. back in early November. You know, for the interview list that's growing for the Stephen Kyle podcast, I know one person who we don't want to interview <laughs> and we don't want to talk to ever again. Well, you must be talking about Captain Bowling. Oh, my goodness. A running theme on the podcast, especially uh, in that real stride-hitting era, Steve, the <laughs> October-November weeks, is Captain Bowling, who became a presence of his own for a few episodes on this podcast. Yeah, he sure did. And then we stopped talking about him because we're afraid he's going to murder us. We are now terrified of Captain Bowling, so sleep well knowing that if the Stephen Kyle podcast ends abruptly, we're dead. We got there last Friday. and um, I was excited, too. The, yeah, me, too. I was I was really excited. It had been probably six months since I had bowled because we, we did a, a winter, or we did the league, but it ended in, like, January or something. So I had been... A little while since I bowled, so I get there and I'm get my shoes, put my shoes on, go pick out my ball because I mean I'm not a professional, I don't bring my own, and uh, and then you guys all get there because Annette showed up, and then you and Katie showed up. And do I have an issue with that that I just remembered? No, with who? Listen, I told you I haven't been bowling in a long time, Steve, and I told you that when I was there. So when I walk in, I say, check in. You told me how to check oh, in. Yeah. And <clears throat> guy asks what size shoes I wear, and I tell him. Well, in every every other time I bolt, they take a shoe. Yeah. And it's collateral. Yeah. So, so you bring their shoes so back. So you don't steal their sweet shoes. This, this guy, right? Probably 22, something like that, said, do you need a shoe of mine? <laughs> no. We're not shoe thieves. <laughs> like, what? I'm not accusing. How is that even running through your mind? Like, yeah. I get that you're not even a different generation. That's not the right term, but you're from a different era, apparently. But listen, kid, back in my day, <laughs> when I bowled, you took a damn shoe yeah. and you parked it in the slot where the my bowling shoe that I bought is going to go, and you don't give me any guff about it. Okay, you take good care of that shoe. Right. Because I'm coming back for it yeah. at the end of my game. And if it's in the wrong slot, then we're going to have words. That's yeah. when we're going to have words. And everything's messed up. So that's what I thats what I was greeted by. Mm. That, that one, oh, that irked me from oh, the start. But the night only got better. Oh, man. So I got there. I got there first. Annette showed up. You guys got there. And uh, we sat down at our lane. We're all... I don't think, did any of us bowl a practice ball or did we just go straight into it? They allowed practice balls. Yeah. Is that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh. they did. Well, I guess we didn't then. Tidbit for next time, I guess. <laughs> so we we start bowling, and uh, one of the guys that we were, because it was our team of four versus another team of four, and one of the guys I noticed right off the bat, I'm like, all right, this guy seemed nice enough, very very pleasant guy. Yeah. But he was just, he was bouncing around the whole time. Like he was, he just seemed really excited. Now I had an interaction with him. When I first walked in the door, I swing the door open and there's a guy coming out of like the, I think there's an arcade right inside the door. And I almost kind of like, we, we kind of almost walked into each other and I said, Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. And like, just made small talk. I was like, Oh, how's it going, man? He's like, Oh, (laughs) what did he say? I'm. I'm a little stir crazy, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Because I, I, like w- during that interaction, I just expect that. Oh, hey, man, how are you? That's the small talk norm. Well, that's the norm. social, yeah, yeah, social standard. norm. I'm a little stir crazy. Why? What's going on? 
I just got a new ball. <laughs> Haven't used it yet. That's so fascinating. So, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. Okay. We, All right, cool. I'll see you later. We referenced that. We talked about this a little bit. In my mind, and don't give me, I'm not, you know, Mr. Hoity Toity, no more than everybody else. Stir crazy, by definition, is like cooped up in a small space for too mm-hmm. long, right? Yeah, like cabin fever. So was he just doing laps in the bathroom with the bowling ball? I don't know. I don't know. So I that was so I thought surely enough that would be my my only interaction with this person that night. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out he was the he's the one that was on the team that we were playing. The lane mate, the lane mate. Yeah, and he was nice enough guy. Just just kind of he just seemed like he had a ton of energy because he's like mm-hmm. bouncing around the whole time, like clapping his hands and yelling and screaming and cheering whenever his bowling teammates were up there. Sure. Bowling the ball. Well, he was he's, he was like Mister Bowling. He was, you yeah. know, had, I mean, had, he, the, he had, had wrist the guard. wrist guard on and everything. Yeah. And I like Own you mentioned ball. the new ball that he brought. Oh yeah, and he he did that thing like where you put the ball like in that little pouch or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, gotta get he, that oil yeah. all good. Yeah. So he was Mister Bowling, and he really excited, and he kept talking to us and talking back to him, and nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then, what was the first? Odd thing. Oh, he <laughs> seemed like his social norms were a little askew because I went up one time and I bowled, and I it wasn't. I I think I knocked down like like either the seven or the ten pin, like basically a gutter ball. Right, you got the corner. Yeah, and I turn around and he's pointing at me and laughing right in my face. Right. I know. I didn't know he did that to you. I saw him do that to his friends. Yeah, like three or four times, no. where all of a sudden just burst into laughter after a bad bowling shot. Like, so bowling shot is that a term? Bo- is that how you bowling bowl, bowling throw bowling throw after a bad ball? Bad ball. Bad launch. We'll edit out that previous part so I sound like I know yeah. what. I'm, so and, <clears throat> let me let me step back a second. Then. Yeah, I saw him doing that a few times after his. You know, his teammates would throw a bad ball, and he uh, Ooh, and he nice would just, lingo. and he would stand about two feet from yeah. their face, yeah. and just like hands on knees, and then would let, lift a hand up and point, and then that transition, he did that to me a few times. Now you know how when you go to bowl, there's you get the ball out of the ball return, and then there's every bowling alley has like that that one little step up. Yeah, when you're about to bowl. Well, that's like... I mean, most people start right back there. Yeah, walk up. He would stand immediately in back of that. Yes. So if you were standing like with your heels touching that step, his toes were touching the step. So it was like... it was a, You were like this close to giving him a piggyback ride. It got to the point. I believe you and I were both throwing... At the same time, I think you were up there with me when yeah. I turned around and said, "Hey, man, just take a few steps back. <laughs> Little personal space here. Like, there's not ask. You know, I, I don't mind people coming up and, be, and being close. I'm, I'm very close with, uh, or very okay with, you know, people being close. But this was abnormally close. Yeah, like uncomfortable. So I, I, I said it jokingly. Uh, he took it apparently very jokingly because nothing. Changed. No, in fact, I think you ended up bowling like a gutter ball or something, and he laughed in your yeah, face. Yeah, that was how it went. 
And this is the guy who, like you said, he was pacing. Pacing. They've got the upstairs area where, you know, you get your food and your drink and everything and your personal belongings. And then the main area where they've got the scoring machines and two seats and then the the ball return. And he would pace and pace. And if we if we tried to take 30 seconds or a minute sitting upstairs and and just chatting amongst ourselves, there would be like eyes on you and a hand. And then, yeah. And like immediate, like get up there. It's your turn. You need to go now. Yeah. There were a few times. Steve, Steve. Steve, Steve, you're up. Steve, you're up. Oh, Steve, you're up. so bad. It got to the point where I went up. Another amazing thing to me that happened. I went up three times to order a pitcher of beer. Three times. Because I would get, there's a line, and anytime I would advance, it'd be like, oh, look at that, my turn. And I would have to, like, rush down so I didn't get uh, addressed by Captain Bowling. You know, I'm like, hey, yeah. hey, you, stop wasting my time. So at the end of the night, and you ended up telling me because of this, that was, that was the quickest you'd ever bowled there. Yeah, easily. not like not, and we beat everybody by about five frames. Mm-hmm. And I'm a terrible bowler. Yeah, we finished we finished our third game, and there were people on either side of us who were still in the second frame that of was their third. game. Unbelievable the way that advanced, and it was because of captain bowling. You know, kind of putting the pressure and, on and. And again, I f- I feel like the guy meant well. Oh, and absolutely. He, and he was a, a very nice guy. But at one point, he was just all bouncing around, and he's like, "Oh man, I think he had just bowled a strike or something." So he's all all jittery, and he came up. He's like, "Oh man, if you think I'm crazy now, you should see me on Saturdays." And in the context that he said it, I thought that I, I assumed that he meant that he was in a Saturday bowling league. That's too. what I th- so I said to him. Me, yeah. So I said to him, "Oh, do you, do you bowl here on Saturdays too?" And he said, "No." Uh, and then he got kind of quiet and he kind of put his head down, and then he walked over and sat down at our table. Oh, this is when uh, I walked up then at, yeah. towards the end of our towards the end of our frame. And he's, I was like, "You all right, man?" He's like, "Yeah." Uh you know those people who sometimes wear like ears and tails and dress up like animals? And I looked at him and I seriously said, Are you a furry? And he said, Yeah. That's what I'm doing on Saturday. Like, that's what I do on Saturday nights. So many questions. So, I, I was like, "Cool, man, cool." Hey, we all got our things, you know. I'm into anything but that, right? Like, I don't know. Throw something at the wall. Probably would enjoy that more than whatever it is you're talking about. I'd like cutting the grass, (laughs) and then, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I I just, you know, it's great because just." Doesn't matter. I can just do whatever I want, and I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I, I respect that. That's if you don't care, like if you're gonna do yeah. something like that, which I don't want to say it's not socially acceptable, but it's not it's not the norm. We'll call it socially adjacent. We'll say like it's like it's on the fringe, very much on the fringe. Oh yeah, I mean, I I would argue that that's one of the least respectable sex of society ever. I think it's what. You're you're getting it right. Like, is that what we're? That's what we're, is that what I'm, is that what we're 
Yeah, that's yeah. what we're yeah. like we're saying, right? That's weird. I mean, I thought that you said it, but I guess it's good. I mean, that's that's what we're both saying without saying, but we're saying right. it, right? One of those. So then it got weirder, even weirder, because he said, "You know, been abused all my life by many people." So that's when I just get to be me. Oh, that's too much. It's it's Thursday bowling, man. Yeah. Well, that was a real uplifting tale. One of the... You know, Steve, we have many stories about times we've been out. That one is in the lower echelon <laughs> of, of enjoyment. It's <laughs> one way to don't put it. You, uh, don't you have a, a story about one of the times I was... I'm just having a, trying to have a celebration of the day of my birth, Steve. Uh, yes. And you thought, wait a minute. This is going too well. He appears to be having too much fun. Well, I just wanted to simply tell you, yeah. I wanted to discuss one of our fav- our mutually favorite TV shows, Friday Night Lights. And discuss we did. Yeah, discuss we did. Uh, turned out somebody didn't know the ending of it, but uh, someone so- did. I was soon to find out. Should I delve into the story about me finishing Friday Night Lights, the TV sheer- series? <laughs> oh, yes. Do we want to delve into that now, or do we want to wait till next time? <laughs> we want to do it right okay. now. Okay, so... I was an intern on Free Beer and Hot Wings from January of 2010 to June of 2010. Obviously maintained in touch with Steve. Started working for Free Beer and Hot Wings in about 2012, officially. And throughout that time, I, what year did Friday Night Lights end? Uh, probably 2000, yeah, probably 2013. Maybe. Something like that. Because So they got into this weird phase where it essentially was going to be canceled. Until DirecTV rescued it from the grave. Yes. And 2011. struck a deal with NBC saying, we will cover whatever. I, I don't know the deals. But the episodes would air on DirecTV first mm-hmm. and then on NBC a few months later. Right. Now, this is one of the few shows that, like, I, at the time I was living at home, that I would watch with was, my mom yeah, and my dad. Like, I loved viewing. it. Yeah. And there's not much TV that I share to watch with my mom and dad directly so this was a show i looked forward to i loved it i adored it they watched it we would record it every week we'd watch it together i couldn't wait right so we're talking about this while i'm you know interning there and then hanging out with you Mm -hmm. and we happened to get to the point where it was near the final season which the final season like i said direct tv was air it and then it was going to be delayed on nbc I had direct TV. You had direct TV, which (laughs) is fine. You did not. In most cases, I would just download the show somewhat legally (laughs) and just watch it. Still a little little question over the legalities, but it's in the system. They're going to figure the legality out of that. So I remember normally I do that, but like I said, I'd like to watch it with my folks. So we're out one night. Was this the night we got? I got kicked out of a bar too. Possibly, it was my birthday. Was that the the Mighty Ducks chant? Yes, I think that oh, was. The, I think it was the same <laughs> night we got kicked out of a bar, which we'll get into a later date. But it was for a, my birthday, maybe even my twenty first birthday, and we're having a few drinks, and all of a sudden, you say, "Hey, you want to know how Friday Night Lights ends?" Well, in in. In my brain, to be fair, this is I remember you saying that you had gotten to the final episode but refused to watch it. That may be true. That that, that and I don't doubt was, that. And it was and it wasn't like, oh, you didn't watch it 
for a week. It was it a was, while. It was months. It was a while. Because you refused to... I didn't want to attend. <laughs> you refused to It was to that type of TV show. So I got so tired of asking you <laughs> if you had watched the final episode yet that I finally just started telling you the plot of it. I'm in the middle of but- a bar <laughs> plugging my ears. Like but, I, but every time I would... Every time I would reveal the next tidbit, I'd say, don't worry, this this doesn't spoil it at all. And I would give you a spoiler. A major spoiler, <laughs> like say, where so-and-so is right now. And then I would say, but it doesn't. But th- don't worry about that, because then this happened. This is not a spoiler. It was a spoiler. And then I just gave you all of the details. The whole episode! When I finally watched this, Steve, you told me the final frame oh, of the GD TV show. Well, the pass. He's, <laughs> oh! he steps back. Who was it? Who was the quarterback at that? Was it Luke? Yeah, it must have been Luke. Yeah. Luke drops back, throws that pass, and you see the, the football flying against the dark night sky. And then all of a sudden the sky fades to, to daytime. And you see some guy in a green uniform catch the ball. You realize it's well, it's not the it's not the state championship. That's a that's a that's a college guy catching the ball, and it's in a practice. What the what the hell's going on? And you see coach, you see his rings, and you know they caught that ball. Oh, man. I can't believe it. I look back to this day Spoiler and it's alert, by still way. the biggest injustice my life has ever <laughs> encountered is that finale. Seven, six seasons? Yeah. Six seasons being spoiled mm-hmm. one evening well, you on my birthday. <laughs> you weren't going to watch it. You're going to back up off that mic because every time you oh. yell. But the... Uh, yeah, you were never going to watch it. Oh, come on. I'd have gotten to it someday. But Annette and I, I got her into it. Um, I, I, I I shouldn't say that. I think she had watched it a little bit. I think mm-hmm. she was familiar with the show. And um, we watched in the last, I don't know, it was probably a year ago or so, we watched the entire series. Yeah. Over the, like We'd get home from work, watch two, three episodes. Right. You're like, oh, I can't wait. Because at that point, it had been it's a couple of years, again. so I had forgotten a sure. lot of what happens, except for the aforementioned murder Yeah, that, uh, that bad story. That was, that was weird. And then we went from Friday Night Lights to the show Nashville. Oh, you mentioned that to with me. With Connie Britton. Because Coach, Coach's wife is there. Yeah, Connie Britton. So we really enjoyed that show, so looking forward to the final season of that. And, uh... Oh. I Still just, one of my proudest moments, though. Spoiling that this. should not be. That should be an apology moment that I'm nah, waiting for nah. four years after the fact. But you have to admit, that show, I think that that show was wrapped up perfectly. It was great. It was really great. Was I just didn't want such, it to end. Such a good ending. I just didn't want it to end. But yeah. nobody watched it. The yeah. ratings were so yeah. dismal. But, yeah, that, that that's surprising. God, that was such a good show. That's one of the first somewhat memories of... Myself and Katie, who we started dating, and I told her about Friday Night Lights, and she like went home and actually watched it. Didn't like, oh yeah, okay, sure, I'm sure it's good, mm-hmm. whatever. No, it was like every time we'd go out, she'd watch a little more of it. It yeah. was fantastic. So I brought another one into the fold. I can yeah, be very proud right. about. That was great. Yeah. No. Oh man, that night was infuriating, and that was only the. <laughs> it was my birthday. And I that guess, wasn't well, even the, I look at it as I gave you a wonderful present yes, that you night. Did. 
you almost perfectly described the f- series finale of one of my favorite shows of all time. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that boy, that night took another turn later on. My goodness. Yeah, because we... I was at... Uh, Garden, I don't want to say... Do we want to say the name? I know where we were, because I won't go back. Oh, it was Hopcat. Yeah. Yeah, we were at Hopcat, and we decided for whatever reason, although there never, there doesn't really need to be a reason, that we started a <laughs> Mighty Ducks chant. And uh, for those not familiar with the Mighty Ducks, it's simply quack, 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 quack. And we got, I don't know, I would say, I'm not going to say half the bar, but I'll say a third of the bar. In my memory, <laughs> in Maybe, maybe we're both totally off base, Steve. There was at least 25 to 30 people who joined in, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. That's not just my memory anymore, yeah. is it? And then we were approached by an employee there, and they said, yeah, you guys are going to have to leave. What? You're being too rowdy. Like, we're at a bar. In a bar. Yeah, we're at a bar that has 9,000 beers on tap. Yeah. Where all you do is encourage Drinking. people to drink oh. in excess. Now, in... Interest of full disclosure, I did accent that chant with a very loud F the Hawks <laughs> exclamation point. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen Mighty Ducks, which stop wasting my time, yeah. the Hawks are obviously the first rival look, of the ragtag Mighty Ducks. Look, they can redraw the district lines all they want, but Adam Banks will never be a duck. No. I, Tell me Adam Banks fit in that crew at any point during that entire no, trilogy. No, not at all. I mean, Never he, worked. He, he, used to, he used to take part in the chant, uh, it's not worth winning if you can't win big, <laughs> right? when the Hawks' evil coach would, would make them run up the score. Yeah. By the way, let's talk about something unnoticed in that movie. Uh, legally, in what state are you still allowed to get a DUI and coach a hockey team as punishment? <laughs> It's very true. Like, it's a Disney movie, too. Yeah. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, Gordon Bombay. That was his name, right? Yeah, he got a DUI. Yeah. Obviously, hockey career flamed out after a right. knee injury. Gets a DUI, and his sentence <laughs> is to coach... Be these, around kids. These ragtag mighty ducks. Yep. What a great under-noticed thing about <laughs> that movie. Nobody talks about That's that part. That's a really good point. Yeah, Nobody that is a Disney movie. Also under acknowledged Hans just going away. And then wasn't there like a twin brother between like two and three? Oh, was there? Yeah, it was well, Hans, Hans and then Franz. Or something. Hans and Franz. I thought Hans died. <laughs> I think that may have been what happened. I yeah, forget he, the exact details, yeah. but yeah, because oh. yeah, because he ran the skate shop. So yeah, that. But still, we're at a bar. It wasn't the first f word anybody in that <laughs> building had heard, Steve. No, and. uh there Maybe were, they, in my memory, possibly distorted. There were cheers, people joining in on the quack chant, mm-hmm. riotous applause afterwards. Of I believe you and I were raised on chairs and carried to a yeah, different area. Signed, signed dozens of autographs. Yep. Yep. Memories forever. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah. I'm, boy, that one still that one still is stuck in my craw. <laughs> That still aggravates Wounds me. Wounds are still fresh. And I made it five seasons through a television show that yeah. somehow hooked its claws into a direct TV deal. Oh, yeah. They were on uh, the 101 or yeah. something. And then you happened to have direct TV. Mm-hmm. So you thought that was grounds for ruining it for me. Well, no. I was just trying to 
get you caught up since yeah. you hadn't watched yeah. it yet. Well, that's one example of Steve's storytelling prowess. You know, they call me the Shakespeare of my time sometimes. <laughs> what better way to wrap up the Steve and Kyle podcast 2016 six and a half plus month year in review than by talking about another one of your storytelling adventures, Steve? Yeah, this was a story about a man that just lived to surf. That's all he wanted to do with his life. And you hadn't heard the story, so no. told you the story one this day. This is a man chasing his dreams. So listen, I mean, nothing was going to stand in his way. Nothing at all. <laughs> well, figuratively. This <laughs> is just another shining example, Steve, of your storytelling prowess. Before we get to that, I want to tell you, I, I read this really cool story. It was a very uplifting story, and I didn't know if you had heard of it. Have you heard of a man named Dana Brown? Probably not. He's oh. just a guy, so there would be no reason that you have heard of him unless you had read this exact story that I read. Dana Brown is a, um, a 60-year-old man from Cocoa Beach, Florida, and this guy is like... This this woman writing the article uh, met him a couple of years ago, and um, he's, a, like I said, a 60-year-old man, long white beard, long white hair, like what you would think of if you thought of Father Time, just what this guy looks like. But he's, like, totally trim. He surfs every day. He's just, like, it seems like he's living the coolest lifestyle ever. Well, maybe not the coolest lifestyle ever, because he lives in a van, so that's not the best. Now to start for for Dana. But he lives in a van with his elderly father, and he takes care of his father. Reads to him every day, carries him in and out of the van to like uh, care for him. Do, will not put him in an assisted living facility. Just like you, you look at this guy and you're like, that's a good guy. Yeah, you know, doesn't have a lot. Well intentioned, good hearted. Doesn't have a lot, but. You know, he's making the best with what he with what he's got. He's helping out his dad. He's a surfer. Surfs every single day. So he parks his van by the uh by the ocean, paddles out every day, except uh let's see, the the person who wrote the article says he's a complete uh completely religious person. Doesn't the only day he doesn't surf, he doesn't surf on Sundays, does not surf on the Sabbath, no matter how perfect the waves are. Wow. So this guy, Dana. 60-year-old man again. He had a lifelong dream to surf at Huntington Beach in California. So, unfortunately, he he was in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Okay, Florida Florida to California. Yeah, 3,000 miles away or so. Well, unfortunately, his father passed away last year. So, his father was probably, you figure if he's 60, his dad's got to be at least 80s, 90s maybe. So, that was his golden opportunity, or that that was his opportunity. He was like, okay, well... You know, I'm not taking care of dad anymore. I'm finally going to do this. Packed up his van, drove cross country, stopped at a bunch of places along the way. And the guy finally got to experience surfing at Huntington Beach in California. That's that's great. How awesome is that? Like that's to have guy. that to have that dream and to finally fulfill it. Yeah, because it's not like he's ever had a lot and it's not like his dream is like a lot of younger people and kids, which you know, oh, you know, a house with three basketball courts and a right. Lamborghini. And a, yeah. No, he has his van. He had his father. He's only wanted to surf a beach. He doesn't want to go to space. Nope. He's not looking to be the first person to walk on Mars. 
He wants to surf on a certain beach. Yeah. So he did that. Wow. You know, good for him. So what do you do? You walk up into the sunset and just, you know, walk into the ocean and don't come back up after that? Well, kind of, because he smacked into a pier and died. I'll walk out of this <laughs> room right now. I swear to God, Steve, I will get up and I will leave this room and this podcast for all of time if that is true. That is true. What what the hell, man? What I mean he Well here's um let's see. I don't need a news story. He managed to make his way here from Florida, but was defeated by the waves he had long hoped to conquer. Brown, sixty, paddled out on November sixth near the Huntington Beach Pier. As the waves swelled four to six feet, the sun began to set. He slammed into one of the pier's pillars. <laughs> a video posted online shows a group of surfers swimming to shore with an unconscious brown. He died in the hospital a few days later. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> oh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you had a good one last week. You know, it's the holiday season. Pay it forward. Make sure you buy the coffee for the person behind you in line. Make sure you... You know, you you give a warm meal to the man in the corner. Hug your loved ones. <laughs> oh, and they could smack into a pier and die. If you hear anybody talking about hitting the van and hitting the road, <laughs> beg them to stop. <laughs> well, on that note, I really enjoyed that. Oh, I really enjoyed casting that line out there. Oh, look, there's a Kyle fish swimming by. Oh, got that hook in him. Yeah, that was a sucker's bet from the get-go, too, just based on the a real uplifter for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, that was my favorite moment thus far on the Stephen Kyle right. podcast. 20-some episodes in, dating all the way back to late summer. Right. And that was uh, that was one of my favorite moments right there. The bait and switch, the surfer story. Upwards of, if I remember right when I re- listened back, upwards of a two-second stunned silence. <laughs> and my, my brain couldn't put together what just happened. And, boy, if you... Now that I think about it, this year in review was full of depressing stories here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guy died doing his dreams. Yep. Uh, one of the weirdest characters we've ever met in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time you ruined a TV show for me. Yeah. The voice doppelganger. That right. wasn't depressing. That no. Was, yeah, no. that was fun. Only Christian porn girl. Oh, that's very gaping, happy. Gaping it for the Lord. She's, I mean... That's a girl on. who has a purpose. Exactly. And we can all we can all take notes from her. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed this. Me too. This was fun. I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. I hope everybody out there enjoyed it. This is obviously a momentous year. Yeah, I mean, in we, the Stephen Kyle podcast. I mean, we pulled these out of the archives because mm-hmm. they can't be found anywhere else except no. for uh, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Libsyn, yeah. yeah, and various social media posts. Facebook. Other than that, though, can't find it anywhere. But we we treat our old podcasts like the Disney Vault. <laughs> Once they go in, they don't come out unless it's. Upwards of three months later, and yeah. there's a chance to make a profit off it. Yeah, that's true. Which and is what we're doing here and today. Boy, are we making money. Thanks, everybody. Making, making tons of money. Thank you, everybody, for making this financial success 
possible. Uh, the donations overwhelming at times. Yeah. The ad revenue. Oh man, is momentous. We you know, have you know those ads that we do during this podcast that we don't really do. Yeah. They are going to put my kids through college yeah. one day. We have bricks of just dollars because we don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. We're already we're you know we're halfway through to the new APS. Yeah. We have all this extra cash laying around. It's all because of you. So thank you for listening. The 2016 Stephen Kyle Podcast. Semi-year, six-month-plus, some weeks, year in review. I would say total, we're at, uh, total we have about four and a half strong months of podcasting. But if you want to talk total hours of content we delivered to the area that's devoid of content, the internet. Yeah. I mean, we're upwards of... 30, 30 hours, do you think, by now? 35 hours? Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. content? Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. All right. In all seriousness, in all seriousness though, this was a completely indulgent thing that we just did here. <laughs> uh, we just didn't want to go a week without putting out some kind of content. So Kyle, yeah. Kyle uh, meticulously edited 75 minutes worth of <laughs> quote-unquote best of material. The fact that we... That I listened back to our product and said, this was the best, <laughs> is one of the most absurd things possible. Well, and if you listen to this whole thing, kudos and thank you, because yeah. this is absurd. And like Steve said, we wanted to have week a week with still putting new material out there for everybody. Um, and boy, am I glad we did it. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will be we'll be back uh, same normal time. We're doing Tuesday. God, I don't even know what the so date. Tenth or eleventh? Something next like that. Week Tuesday? Maybe ninth? No, ninth is Monday. Tenth is Tuesday. Yeah, so we're going to be back Tuesday the tenth with another brand new episode of the Stephen Kyle podcast. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, this was a lot of fun. We're I'm happy we had been talking about doing this podcast for. Probably a year and a half or so, yeah. and then we finally got one together back in July, and uh, doing it on a weekly basis now. We're loving it. This is a blast. It's an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, thank you so much for for listening to the podcast in 2016. We'll be back in 2017, even though we're technically it already yeah. is 2017. We'll see you in 2017 for our first lot like new. Yeah. breaking episode so in the meantime um subscribe subscribe and review in itunes google play tune in stitcher and libsyn you can find us on twitter at Stephen kyle facebook.com slash Stephen kyle and uh you can get to both of us into individually on twitter as well if you just go to the Stephen kyle podcast twitter page so we will talk to you next week sounds good have a good one <laughs>